1% better every day! Hey, people, what's going on? It's your boy, Shondo Blaze. You know who you at. This is the 1% Better Everyday Podcast. Every you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. I'm here with my boy, Melly Mel. What's going on? Process the mail. Once again, new location, <laughs> new environment. New but location. again, we got a we got a guest. We got a guest on the show today. A special guest. Special guest. Give him his respect for some special on guest. Yeah. Absolutely. Man. This show connect. So go ahead and introduce this show connect. So it's it, go ahead and introduce your guy. You know, obviously when you out and about and you making contacts and you making connections, you try to meet really good people. Uh, a few weeks ago I met this gentleman. Uh, he was at a at a pop-up and he was telling me a little bit more about cigars and Shondo and I, we was having a conversation and just feel like we didn't know much about cigars other than, you know, Basic shit. I think the ash right. should stay on a cigar long. But, <laughs> you know, as you start to climb up social ladders and you're in different, uh, around different individuals, you feel like you want to at least be educated, talk to talk, kind of know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Now that, you know, last episode we talked about the beard for people that's, you know, trying to get a healthy beard. A lot of mm-hmm. people are growing beard. Look. Tell us about that. Educate us about that. Right. Now we have another guest on the show, Rich, who is the CEO of Sticks and Stones, is going to educate us all about cigars, the culture of cigars, what makes a good cigar, what to look for. So I'm excited because we're actually going to get super educated on the whole cigar industry. But, you know, I can try to do my best to explain about your company and everything that you Mm -hmm. do. But please, Rich, introduce yourself to the people. I know you are the CEO of Sticks and Stones, but please introduce yourself. Well, just to start off, I am Rich Papillon. I'm actually uh, the owner of Sticks and Stones. I'm also the founder of Houston Cigar Week, May 12th through the 16th. Okay. Um, but on another part, it's so fun to be on somebody else's podcast. You know, I have my own radio show, 95.3 Jams. Okay. Sticks and Stones, Cigars and Lifestyle Sessions. Uh, Sticks and Stones is so many different layers. Yeah. You have the society, which is a rather different folks that's entrepreneurs and professional folks that are part of it. Mm-hmm. You got the promotion side, which I'll be busy all day because I'd be at Chapman with Manny Fresh and the crew. Yeah. Then tonight I'll be back uh, at State of Mind. And then tomorrow I'll be at Chapman again tomorrow for brunch session. Uh, then you got the other part, the Sticks and Stone Cigars. This is my baby. I actually did this all by myself. Uh, nobody from the outside actually helped with the financing. Uh, I've had investors come to me and want to be part of it. I said, no, not at this time. Mm-hmm. I want to really get it off the ground and really get it going. And it's really grown dramatically so fast. It has allowed so many different avenues for Sticks and Stones as a brand to actually grow outside of the state of Texas. Yeah. But pretty much throughout the United States and some parts of outside the United States. So, I'm, okay. I'm not trying to cut you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because whenever people drop those jewels, we like for people to be able to slow down and pick them up. Yes. Now, as an entrepreneur myself, mainly male entrepreneurship and all that type stuff, you just said that did you have any prior knowledge of cigars before you really oh, started yeah. I've been smoking cigars since I was 25. Been smoking right. since you were 25. 25. But I started off smoking at 17. Um, okay. Playing baseball up north at Central Michigan. Mm-hmm. Okay. First cigar. Got a chance to pick up from a selection of cigars from my roommate's dad. Mm-hmm. First cigar was Opus X. I, I okay. I it up. I actually, I choked pretty much throughout the process <laughs> right. of smoking it. Right. I had some good yak. I actually, I, I was in, introduced to Basil Hayden since I was 17 years old. Okay. okay. Which is a great thing. Uh, Opus X, I say, most people like, you started at the top. I say, not really, because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I didn't, I didn't know how to smoke a cigar. Yeah. Right. So, uh, from that avenue, I mean, getting into a brand and getting into cigars, starting at a young age, and pretty much sitting, you're the only black, young black guy in the room, you're sitting with a bunch of old white guys. Yeah. 
it gave me a chance to actually gain knowledge and a lot of these guys actually opened up to me and realized that I want to learn. And it, working in the oil and gas industry is, is a big part of what we do in the oil and gas industry, cigars and uh, whiskey. Man, that's, that's, that's a good point. Now, now, did you hear what he just said? Now, we always talk about being comfortable in the uncomfortable situations, right? Yeah. So yeah. you you were in a room who, you could have been just a neighborhood kid. That's and right. you, if you're a neighborhood kid, you're only uh, comfortable being around neighborhood type shit. Yeah. But it was like, to be able to get that knowledge, you had to go somewhere that for other people may have been uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't want to be around a white boy. I don't want to be... But the knowledge can be any and everywhere. Yeah. And the fact that you went there and were cool sitting there so that you could get the knowledge, that's what I think is dope. So yeah. as you talk, I don't want to cut you off, but I just, no, no, no. I like stopping <laughs> it. You know, because that's, that's if I'm looking at it, that's like, I would want like the, what do they call it? The little dividers in the binder? Yeah. It's like, go to this. Oh yeah, he's talking about, because everybody's got the same thing. Mm -hmm. Being comfortable, being un in uncomfortable situations. Because yeah. you got to yeah. be. Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't know how to, Create a cigar. You may have liked no, cigars. No, I didn't know. You know I, what I mean? Knew, I knew. It. Look, just to be frank, mm -hmm. making a cigar is not easy. Yeah, making a great cigar is even harder. Mm. A lot of times, it takes a lot of people to be around you. Uh, most of my my test, uh, I would call my test clients. They were guys that have been smoking cigars for 30, 40 years. Mm. So it's not something I made based on what I like. I based it off of a variety of different people actually smoking it. And putting different cigars in place for everybody to like. Wow, that that's your guy. That's a, that's man. That's that's a gem right there. Yeah. So your guy said that the other day. He did. He did. He did. Drew said said yeah. that. So obviously, one when you're entrepreneurs, there's there's always a path. Right. And you guys are on the same yeah. path. You're speaking the same language in two different industries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you started your cigar. And me and Drew never had a conversation. But see that. <laughs> but see, really? never had a conversation. No, we never had a conversation about this. We just all he told me that hey, I met with the guys. That's it. Yeah, we didn't talk about nothing else. The, 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 fun, the funny thing is, is that it's all the same. It I is. don't care who you sit. It's yeah. all the same. You just it's like it's like what we always talk about with the formula or or uh, uh, the system. Take this out, plug this in. Take this product out, plug this product in. Mm -hmm. The path to get there is usually still the same. Whether a person had knowledge or didn't have knowledge of it, you had to start creating it. You had to get people that did have a little knowledge of it to test it out. Now this is shit. You need to try to do this and do that. And it couldn't be based on your only your personal yeah. feeling yeah. of it. I think a lot, you people, not the, a lot of people make mistakes when they when they try to make a product based off of what they like. Right. Correct. So the one cigar, what I did before I even got to the point of making a cigar for everybody else, the first cigar I put together, I made it for what I like. I wanted it super spicy. I like a super spicy cigar. I like mm -hmm. a strong cigar. Okay. But the problem is that a strong cigar is only going to reach a certain level of clientele. Right. Yep. So yep. you have to make a full body. That actually can be utilized or smoked by a woman, mm -hmm. uh, uh, somebody that's been smoking for many years, mm -hmm. and somebody that's beginning. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, that is your target. Yeah, people yeah. don't realize this. People that have been smoking for a long time, they're gonna smoke what they want to like. Period. They're gonna smoke regardless. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. If you if if you smoke Patron, then you're gonna smoke Patron, no matter how many times I tell you. Unless you just come in here and say, "I'm gonna try this boutique. Mm -hmm. I like it. It has a good uh, transition between the cigar from the front of the cigar." To the midpoint, yeah. Then yeah, but new beginners are the best ones because mm -hmm. they don't really have a palate. Exactly. Their palate actually starts with your brand yeah. right. and other new brands that they have actually taken on to let I them mean, know what they do and don't like. Because that's you, right. Because you don't know what to like yeah. and not to like. And you I know, know like, so for me, 
I would say I'm I'm a, a new palate. Mm-hmm. If I have a cigar, I'll probably have a cigar if I'm like with friends, I'm on a guy's trip, like right. we vibing casual out, trip. let me have right. a cigar. Casual cigar. Cash, casual cigar. So I'm probably four to five cigars a year, maybe. And again, I still am a beginner. I couldn't tell you much about a cigar, yeah. but I see you here, you already kind of knee deep in one. Yeah. I want to dig in, but well, that's I'm hoping that you yeah. can like- But I don't want you to choke on No, 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 no. What we want to do is ask you the questions first. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, Cause what we did is when we were talking to uh, to my guy with the 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 beard company, yeah. Drew, 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 Drew yeah. yes. is if we don't know shit, walking in a spot like this. By the way, you got listen this gotta, spot yeah. right here. <laughs> Same man, nice. You did nice. So you walk in a spot like this, you don't know shit about cigars. You don't know nothing really about nothing. What would what's the first thing you look for for a cigar? Just say I'm, I probably smoke. Just say 15 a year, maybe. So maybe one and a half a month, if you could put a number on it. Well, what do you look for first? The first thing you look for in a cigar, you look mm-hmm. at the foundation. Okay. Look at What's the foundation? The foundation is your wrapper. Okay. okay. So if you look at your wrapper, you don't, what you're looking for and what you're trying to prevent is anything that actually could have like uh, bulkiness to it because it might have stems and stuff <clears> like that in it. Okay. Which we call veins in a cigar. Okay. You look at, you always look at the crown of the cigar where you're actually gonna cut your cigar. So most times you're gonna have a round edge. This is a torpedo, so you're gonna have a pointed edge. So you wanna see exactly if it's unraveling already. You always wanna look at the quality of the leaf as it connects throughout Mm -hmm. the cigar, the shaft of the cigar. Mm -hmm. So, and then also you wanna look at this part too and you can actually see how togetherness the filler is. A lot of times people, when they pick a cigar, most people pick a cigar based on design, Mm. based on the label. Yeah. Okay. A lot yeah. of times it could have the best label and it could be the shittiest cigar ever. Right. Yeah. So a lot of times people tend to not really know what to pick, especially when they're new to it. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have somebody actually around <clears> that can actually teach you, or you try to learn from folks that actually know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So would you say, just like with anything, if you want to sell, mm-hmm. presentation is going to be the first thing that catches somebody yeah. when it comes down to like the label. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. Like, if, you know what if, I mean? Because if, if I don't know anything. If you're going to sell, if you're going to sell based on uh, a cigar based on label, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a good thing. Because this is what catches, a, like the, yeah, the label is yeah. so what catches When I first started off with sticks on, I just had a white basic label that had sticks and stones logo on it. Mm-hmm. And the first thing people said, your cigar is too good for that label. Mm. That means at some point in time you have to adjust, you have to do an adjustment <laughs> and actually change the label. But I was told by the folks that actually got me into the cigar game, don't mm-hmm. put a lot of money in your label when you first come out. You're going to waste a lot of money because mm-hmm. you've got a shitty cigar. It's going to sit on there with a pretty label. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So make sure that your cigar actually is your top priority. Mm-hmm. That label comes second. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Now what about? I mean, some people smell the cigar. Or is anyone really getting anything when they smell a cigar? Yeah, you can actually. You can the, actually the flavor. smell the uh, smell the flavor or the aroma of the cigar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just you can see, if you know tobacco, which a lot of people don't know tobacco. No, you not. just smell it's, it to look cool. Most people have never been to Nicaragua. They've never been to Dominican. They've never been to Colombia. Most people don't realize there are Colombian tobacco that people never know. That Habana has Colombian tobacco in it. Okay. okay. Most people know Colombia, of course, for for the white powder. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But at the same time, Colombia actually has some good tobacco. So would that put you in the premium, the Cadillac, the Rolls Royce of well, cigars when it comes I, to I've had Columbia people that Week? smoke Davidoff. Davidoff is one of our biggest sponsors for Houston Cigar Week. Okay. When it comes to Davidoff smokers smoking my cigar, they were very satisfied with to the point where they pretty much was buying as much as they bought Davidoff. Okay. So when wow. I took, when I, and I'm talking about people that didn't know 
Yeah. That's the biggest part is when you get somebody that you don't know to really give you a full opinion of your brand. Okay. So would you, so I, I like that because for me, with the different stuff that I do, I seek that out. I want to get all the feedback possible yeah. because I feel like feedback is what drives you to the next thing to be able to improve, mm -hmm. take away, add to. Mm -hmm. So when you were creating your stuff, was it important to you to get your stuff in front of as many people that smoked and didn't no. smoke as possible? I had a selective crew pretty much out of stuff. Okay, so you had these yeah, guys. These guys on this side, I've been a member, a member, a private member at Stogies about seven years now. Okay. So most of these guys has been there since the beginning. Okay. So when you look at guys like that, mm -hmm. that's been around smoking thirty years to forty years, they're gonna know way more about cigars than me. So what I did, I would actually have them try. Mm -hmm. Didn't tell them it was my brand. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I didn't have a label on it. I just wanted to. I'd say, look, got some cigars. It's the blind natural taste. Natural because yeah. 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 I tell people all the time. People say, well, I like. Open sex. I like God of Fire. I like Avatar. Right. Take the labels off. And you tell me which one is right. which. Right. Right. If you right. can tell me which one is which, then you, then you are know. a cigar enthusiast. Right. Most folks are not. People that's been smoking a lot of times under five years mm -hmm. don't know a lot, a lot about cigars. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying they can't learn. Yeah, yeah. But at that but point, at, they at don't. that point, they just haven't smoked enough cigars. Right. Yeah. And that's that's interesting because that gets into like anything brand name. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, what are you really buying? And so for you, you got it in front of a closed circuit group of guys that knew what the fuck was going on mm -hmm. and they were able to give you the feedback versus trying to get it to a thousand people that probably weren't going to know much about what they were talking about anyway. Very true. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, safe. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense, especially with this type of product, because this is a, I don't know what you would like, a, not a kind of sewer product. Like this isn't. No, a kind of You know no, what I mean? Right. Okay. Yeah. Most like, people that smoke cigar are, cigars are constant. That, okay. Yeah. You yeah. See, that's, what I, that's, that's what I'm trying to look say. Look how early it is. What's the first thing I did when we got to lit up? Yeah. Lit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, had some, uh, had some basil hay. I was like, paying attention. I know, come on, I'm trying. Hey, get in. If my pants weren't so tight, I'd throw my leg over like my man. Because I'm definitely going to be like this, though. Yeah. I mean, you feel like you got to start talking business. Yeah. So yeah. I do want to light a cigar. Let me, ask you, let me ask you a quick question. Now, I see you about to cut the cigar for us. Yeah. Is yeah. there a particular Big way question, to cut yeah. or an well, accurate you know, way to cut Well, on this particular cutter, you have what's a straight cut, and then you have a V cut. But for a torpedo, in my case, I like to use a V-cut because it actually gives a nice, clean cut and dip into the to torpedo cigar. Okay. Which actually pulls out that tobacco, mix, uh, pretty much makes your draw pretty easy. Okay. Mm. So what if you cut it with a straight cut? What would be straight the Straight cut, the only thing about it is depending on how you bite on your cigar, if you bite on the cigar, yeah. a lot of times it unravels a little ah. bit around there. Okay. But for me, this cut, it actually pulls out tobacco so it makes your draw a lot easier. Gotcha, man. Give me, you can't hit your boy with one of them, with one of them V cuts, man. <laughs> and then this, so this is called a deep V cut, very deep V cut. So it actually pulls it, it pulls it, and actually gets right into the crevice of the cigar. Because gotcha. most of the times, when you look at a bad draw, you might have a pinpoint right here where it's hardened right here uh -huh. too yeah. much, yeah. on evenness inside the filler, or you have a lot of times at the at the end of the cigar where you smoke it. Gotcha. Do you prepare? Do you prepare? A cigar in any way before you smoke it. Is there any rubbing? Pro is there anything that you do uh, to it? Some men. I mean, you know what I mean. I was always raised. Question. I was always raised to do it from this standpoint. Mm -hmm. If you're gonna do it, after you know, some people like to lick their cigar before the whole thing. No. Yeah. Some pe people lick their whole. Some people do. Damn. In my case, I don't. <laughs> Slobbing it down. Well, I, well, I always tell people like, hold up. 
Yeah, yeah, Make sure yeah, you yeah. give me your cigar before yeah, you yeah, start yeah. licking it. This oh, coronavirus time, baby. It's coming. You didn't tongue kiss the whole cigar. So when you light a cigar, and a lot of times... Well, let me ask you this question. I know you're about to light it. I know I see people cutting it. Is that just because they're rookies that, no. and just cut it, or this was already... No, that's a, that's not that's the actual side you start from. That's the beginning of a... Of true, true, beginning. true. But I've seen people cut this end before they light They didn't know what the hell they were doing. So you don't, see? No, you I'm never over, cut I'm, I'm over here putting it on the table, cutting it, thinking I'm no, doing no, no. something. You cutting the front? No, Listen, you know. I'm learning. Why don't be? Why, why you shaming me? Why you shaming me? Cigars has come a, such a fad where oh, well, I see people take front. a pictures and then take a pictures from putting this part in their mouth. Oh, really? And, nah, yeah, they didn't know that. That told me right that they didn't know. They really didn't know cigars. Me. So, just to give you an illustration of how you light a cigar. Okay. Yes. Okay. You see where that red part of that that flame is? Yep. Yeah. You never hit that blue. You hit it from the top right here. Okay. Rotate it around. Until it get cherry red. And can they see that? that can you turn your head? Let them see that shit. I'm assuming this helps with a with an even burn. Even burn. Right? Okay. That's what that's what a lot of a lot of burns are are always oh, due yeah, to people mishandling their brain. When I was doing mine with the with the I don't know, some type of matches so, they had at that line. There you go. You actually oh, shit, make you sure it's cherry it, red right there. Me. And you I should was, have even burn. Now, now you're putting your mouth and then we I'm gonna light it again because I want to get that center part from you and pulling in and pulling from that draw. Shall I use that drawings? Super easy. I've never had that's that. A that's a and that's the thing about it. A lot of cigars. I've never had that become a lot of a lot of cigars are rolled really bad. Uh, that's why you try to go with a company that actually had experienced rollers and has been around for a long time. Now, if you go too close, then you'll torch your tobacco. Gotcha. So the first few hits. Will pretty much be burnt tobacco. Burnt tobacco. So like I said, you always, you don't really have to touch the fire because the heat is massive. Really what massive. I was going to ask you before is because when we did it with the matches, I was constantly spinning and rotating. I noticed that you don't really, you're no. not really spinning and rotating. No, no, because the first thing I do, I just go ahead and put it in my mouth and actually just start pulling. So. I'm doing. Oh. It's doing good. You know what? Let me go ahead. What's the... What's the difference? That's what I want to know. You had three that was sitting down here. Oh, that was well, a lot darker. This, one, this is a what you Damn, call a like dark Maduro. This I'm is a dark like big boy shit. Yeah, is that, that big boy shit yeah. there? This is a light full body, which actually some women smoke it. Uh, that is a Havana. That one actually has um, Colombian tobacco, okay, uh, Dominican, and Nicaraguan tobacco in it. Mm. This one right here is all Nicaraguan right here. So a lot of times people don't really get Nicaragua? to experience. Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan. No, no. It's Nicaraguan. So is mine the same as his? Yeah, y'all got the same. Damn, I ain't want to have the same. Nah, it's literally smooth. The funny thing about it is is that I was never going to put y'all on this one if you're not experienced smoker. Right. You didn't want to sit in here flat. For one, we want to... We on y'all pocket. Right. I'm not gonna embarrass y'all like that. Right. 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 People like, hold up, man. <laughs> so, so to see ghosts. So, so is it? Is it? Is it the fact that the it's so concentrated? The the, the 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 tobacco content in it is so well, high this concentrated. Or what? You understand? This is a much stronger. It's, it's not about the, the tobacco is great, but it's about the lahara content in it. What is that? Lahara. Lahara is actually what makes your your cigar a lot stronger or less. Okay. So a lot of times you have hair. La hair. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But is that, what is, is that what is that? Is that a leaf? Yeah, is that no, no. It's 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 just part of it's, it's part of the, the nicotine. As part, when you look at a cigar, what is your nicotine content? Gotcha. Yeah. 
Got you, got you, got you. And okay. the more you actually put more lahara you put in there, the more potent it is. What does lahara look like? I'm saying I'm trying to understand like what does this look like? Is this like a, a, a chemical, a, a leaf, a, a, it's a secret a, cigar ritual. Oh, okay. <laughs> now okay. we get deep into it. You know, like, the hey, first thing about cigars. Yeah, what I like, like to do, do what I like to do and like I said, as we do the, this podcast today, we should go into the intro to it. Then of course I would hope to be back where we can actually go into the second stage of what it's the importance of a cigar and mm-hmm. how a cigar is put together. Because yes. a lot of times yes. when we sit there and talk about cigars, people are looking at what our actions are right. versus learning what a true cigar does. Right. Because people are always Depending on where people see this podcast is, uh, at they're gonna look at it and they're trying to determine, okay, what are we talking about? Right. But shoot, COVID. <laughs> Take a drink. That shit kills. So I want y'all to really, really indulge into the cigar. I want y'all to really, uh, and I, you'll never hear me say the word smooth. People right. always say a oh, cigar is smooth. How is a cigar smooth? So that's not a thing. That's not a thing. When I hear people Damn, say a cigar is smooth, it's okay. It's yeah. an obvious no thing, more. though. Yeah. But you in here, though. But but you know what? That goes to the whole point of this that's entire thing is just knowledge, just getting the understanding. Because confidence to me is bigger than anything a person could have. It's bigger than knowledge, bigger than all that. So when you say smooth ain't a thing, the fact you've been saying smooth been the whole time, smooth. and I think I may have said it once Man, or I've twice. Heard, I've, I've heard people say smooth many a time. But you just and saved him from looking crazy in one exactly. of these spots. That's right. Get because when circles. people, when you get around real cigar circles, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. now what you're going to experience in Houston, and I'm going to say this in the, the most respectful way possible, you're going to have people that actually enjoy the cigars. You're mm-hmm. going to have people that actually feel like we only can smoke within a certain group. Yeah. And then you'll have people that's, that can easily collage themselves into any circle. Uh, cigars actually bring a lot of, one of my biggest uh, corporate deals came in smoking cigars in here. It was a $120 million deal with a major corporation. There was a contract between our company and their company. By smoking cigars, drinking on whiskey, our bourbon, and really getting a chance to know each other. Pete, that's what cigars do. It brings a conversation to meet people. That's how we met. Definitely. I mean, that's how, you know, when it comes to Drew. Me and Drew met. He was at our, uh, we had a, a gumbo cook-off. Okay, okay, okay. Got a chance to talk to him. I say, I'm going to get your product. You know, people always say, I'm going to get your product. Right. And, and you don't realize at that time, it might not be at that moment, mm-hmm. but at the same time, if we link right, mm-hmm. then we'll always be in connection with each other. That's Absolutely. So, of course, I'm using his uh, his shea butter right now. Yeah. Uh, his, uh, his rub, I forgot what it's that, called. That palm. That, that palm. Yeah. I just started last night with yeah. my struggle beard. But, he but, had a struggle beard. So I'm trying to see that. I'm going to say nothing about that. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I'm going to say nothing about that. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, you'll it. get there. Holla, holla at me in a month. Yeah. Drew? Got him right. So, so shout out to Drew. Yep. Yeah. But at the same time, shout out to Tim. Because Tim is actually, when we talk about Houston Cigar Week, he's one of my partners. Uh, cigar Maven, which is a woman. She's, uh, you know, she's been a cigar industry a long time mm-hmm. she's well respected by the folks that are cigar enthusiasts mm-hmm. now one thing about our circle is that we all are like-minded in our business aspect okay our business acumen uh, that's the biggest part anytime you talking about cigars from a business aspect a lot of times people tend to get into it they just figure, oh I'm just gonna do this and I'm gonna do that no if you're not visiting Nicaragua Dominicans or Colombia wherever your tobacco are Honduras where are Jamaica, wherever your tobacco is coming from, you should visit that factory so you can see exactly the process of them growing it, mm-hmm. uh, the process of them curing it, 
etc. So how was that process when you were developing your own brand? You had you no, I got out. a chance to see all that. Oh, I, got, okay. I went by a variety of different factories because if you're not going to go through a distributor, you mm-hmm. have the choice to actually pick where you you buy your tobacco from. True. So, and of course, I didn't go through a distributor. I got a couple of questions real quick. I know you're about to say something real quick, but I know we hit on the bourbon and the whiskey as you drinking. Yeah. And smoking. It's a, it's What's the relationship? What's the... Taste right? your bourbon. After you smoke it, you smoked a few puffs, yeah. you taste your bourbon. getting into it and what's the purpose of drinking bourbon with the cigar like what's well, the marriage between the two it feel a little different like well you, the think you say smooth believe it he can say, he can say smooth because he, no, he, he got that bourbon he he that whole word well, look, away look the biggest part of it <laughs> is that smooth is wrong. You know, anytime you have a cigar mm-hmm. the first thing people ask what what you pair it with Okay. Mm-hmm. Because most times when people say people are smoking cigarettes. Right. Yeah. People don't only smoke cigarettes, but when they go out, mm-hmm. they drink it on vodka most of the time, drink it on a happy hour drink. Mm-hmm. They're smoking a cigarette because actually it just, it's a natural flow with it. Right. The gotcha. same thing with a cigar, but a cigar is all natural. Okay. It doesn't have the SS chemicals in it, like particularly in this particular cigar. Mm-hmm. White pepper and cocoa in it. That's the add some of the additives that we put in, but it's not additive. It's just all natural. Mm-hmm. White pepper and cocoa. Now cigarettes have so many chemicals in either in the filter, filter part of it, yeah. or in the wrapper itself. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. People always say, "Well, it's the same thing." No, it's not the same. For one, you don't inhale a cigar, right? Because if you think marijuana is strong, tobacco is even stronger. Mm-hmm. Because actually, you'll start getting a lighthead or mm-hmm. getting dizzy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get real buzz real fast because people that actually smoke a real strong cigar right. can get a buzz just from smoking it. People yeah. are like, well, I'm just blowing in and out. I say, keep blowing in and out. Right. And you'll see as you get through that cigar and you never smoke a cigar, you have a nice buzz. Right, of course. Yeah. That's the first thing that I noticed with it. And the first mistake that I made smoking a cigar this years and years <laughs> ago was inhaling it. Mm, and then, then I got school to no, 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 no. You no, just you let the smoke whirl and, around and, and anytime go right back I, out Anytime with they have a young lady that, for one, most the, the biggest mistake I think a lot of men do is when a woman smokes a cigar and you have a woman around, they try to give her a sweet cigar. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Give her a cigar where she can actually taste the tobacco, mm-hmm. but make it maybe a Connecticut or something that's a little bit more light. Mm-hmm. Now, that Havana right there is a really medium to full body cigar. Okay. It actually has a good flow to it, but the leaf is so old on it, mm-hmm. you're not going to get the harshness or you're not going to get the roughness yeah. whenever you actually pull that smoke. Okay. If you notice, as we smell the cigar in here, it doesn't smell like a Harbor cigar because some cigars smell they terrible. Stay, yeah, 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 they yeah, stay, yeah. And people always say that, and that's another thing, is that uh, anytime you have a woman that don't smoke cigars, she kiss a man that does. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. because a good tasting cigar is not going to be it. It's not going to be bad. It's not going to be like when I smell somebody that smokes cigarettes. It smells horrible. Yeah. Terrible. But a good cigar don't smell horrible. I know a girl that just, prime example, she she don't smoke cigars ever, but she yeah. loves to smell the cigars. She loves yeah. to smell cigars. Mm-hmm. She go to cigar lounge and sit there all day. Just because I had another smell. question, but before I get to the other question, what I what I wanted to say to your point about the flavor and the smell of the cigar and having a good cigar. Is sometimes maybe early on when I was first, you know, young, going to Vegas, trying to have a cigar and you know act like you're doing something. Right. Was that that taste in my mouth the next day from what could have been a bad cigar? Because I was just going there, just picking out whatever I. I, I can saw. definitely taste the difference between this I and another well. stick that because it was like I, the other ones you can already taste the tarry yeah. type. You know what I mean? I, it's and not. It really just, and it just depends on what you what you put in your cigars. 
A lot of times, people add different additives to get different flavor. Okay. Just like when somebody have a flavor cigar, a flavor cigar is a lot of sugars, mm -hmm. which a lot of times takes away complete taste of the tobacco. That's why when most men talk to a woman mm -hmm. or invite a woman to it, they just figure, oh, I'm gonna give her something light. You know what I do? I tend to give a woman a, a medium or a light cigar mm -hmm. so she can actually taste the tobacco and see what a real cigar is. Right. So I know we speak in tobacco and cigars, and I use the word smooth. Mm -hmm. So getting out of that, like Don't when, use I'm, in, that when, word I'm, when I'm in different circles, what's the correct way to, or what are some words to describe a cigar when well, you like it or when you don't like it? I have a nice medium cigar. Okay. Medium body. It's just, cigars is very similar to wine. If you ever notice people say a light body wine, or medium, or full body. Mm -hmm. Same thing with cigars. So light, medium, full. And it doesn't matter the price. That's a big, that's a big problem that people figure. If I'm gonna spend fifty dollars on a cigar, it gotta be excellent. Yeah, that's not true. I've had a cigar I paid a hundred dollars for, and it burned fast, and it also tastes terrible. Mm. It just probably was a bad batch because you every cigar you're gonna get, you're gonna have some that's not gonna be as good as the next. Right. Because that's why they hand roll. You'll have some that unravel because mm. they're not perfect. Yeah. It's not a machine. Yeah. Uh, cut cigar. Are put together cigar. They have some in there that actually are machine cut. So, you know what, man? I got so many questions. I want to get so, back to that business. Yeah, we gonna get back to the business. I got a couple questions. I want to make business. sure people are educated when it comes to cigars, as they in these different circles. Yeah. And I don't want people to fall down the what they may have seen on TV. Now, one of the, what I mean by that, one of the things that I've seen before is mm -hmm. when you're having a cigar and you got a nice, you know, drink in front of you. Some people I've seen dip that in. Oh, that, yeah, that's, that's common. That's, that's common. That's not so a that's, bad thing. That's, that's not, not a bad, bad thing. thing. Okay. No. So you can so, keep doing that if you are yeah, already if you, doing if it. If you're doing it, if you do that, continue. Hold on. What I'll do it sometimes. Like, so they, they do like this. Dip. They do this right yeah, here. Yeah, right, right like that. So it can have that, that flavor that, that flavor on it. Yeah, huh. I've seen that before. I've never seen it. And then my last question as we before we get back into the business. That's interesting. Because we're going to get that. Right now, as you can see, I'm looking at the ash and it's, it's still holding up. Mm -hmm. Does that really mean anything to a cigar enthusiast? Oh, yeah, a lot of, we have we have contests that's called the longest the long ash contest. Yeah. And that, actually, in a good cigar, will hold that ash for a long time. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that. So old. when do you need to ash your cigar? Well, and that's people always ask me that when I'm around them, and what I tell people is that Lisa get a little a little bit of ash on there. Mm -hmm. For one, it keeps that that burn real even. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, like mine just drops because okay. I touched it. But at the same time, it keeps the cigar cool okay. as you as you pull from that draw. A lot of times, people don't realize that because that ash keep it cooler than what it would normally be if I gotcha. just take off the ash. Because gotcha. the oxygen will just hit the flame right away instead yep. of that. Okay. Gotcha. See that it's like it's a bunch of practical shit, but you have to say it out loud for you mm -hmm. to even know that it's practical. Well, a lot of people he did that shit. See, y'all ain't peeped that. He did it real slick. What do you do? So if you ever sitting in a in like what do you do? For the ash, like you just you know tap it. He did, he did, you just he tap did it. That's it. Bottom, bottom of top. Bottom, bottom of top. Oh, I didn't even know this that's was it. See, so that's, that's so long. I, one thing I tell people all the time when I see people mm. have a cigar, they be like, "Oh, I'm about to go," and what they do. They smash it down. Never yeah. smash it down. Don't, Don't smash. Do. No, just you let just, it sit and go out. Let it right? sit. Let it go out. Yeah. And then you cut off that part that's burnt. Uh, okay. And make get it back to the fresh cigar because gotcha. you'll have a bad taste of cigar once you get it back. Gotcha. So anytime, anytime y'all see me out, 
Y'all see me at Chapman Kirby or some of these other spots because I have some other spots I'm about to. I will be announcing very soon that Sticks and Stones actually are participating in are part of the promotion teams it, uh, that we work with or that we're part of. Is that I always educate people about that. Like, mm -hmm. I'd rather somebody leave their cigar there and go off and do whatever they got to do and come back and I relight it for them. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. You know what? So, because I mean, this is a, a, a bunch of good information. Yeah. I want to go back to a little bit more of the business. Absolutely. Because the biggest thing is like, you know what I mean, for people that that are watching and not understanding how to start certain things, like we talk about the paperwork of the business. What was involved? Like sticks and stones? What did you, when you started, did you, did you get your domain? Did you get your LLC? Did you oh, just no. start the process? Jeez. Did you just? That's the most important part. People, that's what we like to start talk. a business. When we talk, talk. Please make sure that you get your LLC to protect yourself from anybody else using your name, get your DBA. Put your DBA separate from your LLC. Because if you put the LLC underneath, the, I mean the DBA underneath the LLC is actually gonna get returned. So put it under your regular name or put it on, because what it is, people don't realize Ella, a DBA is an assumed name. It's just like people that actually own McDonald's franchise. Right, yeah. yeah. They get the right to use <clears throat> that name. That's it, but it's not theirs. But it's not theirs. Right. What it is, they have the ability to use it because they have a DBA underneath mm -hmm. that umbrella of McDonald's. Right. So they put it underneath that umbrella because they're franchisee. Mm -hmm. But it's really owned by H and H Business or TBC, TBC John right. owns that McDonald's. Right. But every time you go there, you just assume McDonald's on that. Of course. So yeah. the same thing with cigars. Make sure you get your business. Make sure you get the DBA LLC and get your trademark yep. to protect your brand and most people don't know about trademarks what you put on that trademark is the only thing protected with that yep. that means anybody else can go get something else that's very similar yep. mm -hmm. that actually doesn't affect your trademark mm -hmm. and actually get that trademark that's well, another thing a lot well, of people don't know about trademarks yeah. well, see, they, I don't talk a lot about the trademarks yeah, because too. everything that if I'm messing with it we trademarked it like even 1% better every day like yeah. that's a trademark but it's the logo trademark it's a lo and, right. people, and people don't understand that part and the other part of it is get the federal of course name of it yeah which is the EIN yep. most mm -hmm. people get all that other stuff and will forget to get the federal part of it because they figure I got I own the LLC well technically from a federal standpoint, federal supersedes state, just mm -hmm. like state supersedes mm -hmm. yep. county. Yep. We what we did was I think was that episode six. It was early on. I can't remember. So we basically went through the whole thing, and it was like you know talking about, listen, if you got on these shoes, it is this, it is that. You've already got an LLC and the ability to trademark something yeah. right now. Secretary of State, go right there, whatever state you're in, you jump on that, yep. and then you also be able to. To, to at least first see if the name is already in operation and, and being used for as a trademark. Once, make sure we spell check mm -hmm. before we actually yes. put an LLC in the completion part of it. Because whatever it is, it whatever is. Whatever it is, yeah, it yeah. is. Yep. Bro, and that, that means, that means yeah. then you'll be forced yeah. to yeah. go buy the right spelling because somebody yes. can come. Yes. It's just like with a domain. Yes. Make sure also, make sure you get your domain. But the thing about it is, certain domains some people buy certain domains that's similar to a major name. <laughs> just for the point. Because bro. when people make a mistake, 
drop that hey. drop into their yes. domain hey. and end up finding something they like. We yes. we we what we did was we talked about this on the on a on a prior podcast. We were talking about just the business of buying domains. Yes. And we were ta- I was talking about a guy who owned it was diapers.com he ended up selling to Amazon for I think four billion dollars yeah. but when he first came out he tried to get diapers.com and somebody already bought it and just was sitting on it and they wanted 600 grand for it so he so bought, he had to get, uh, he bought he, it no way well, he eventually bought it but originally he had to get like diapers 1800 or some yeah. regular yeah. shit yeah. you see, know yeah. what I mean people so don't he could understand. build up the capital yeah. to yeah. get people it people don't understand that because whenever you're looking for this of rather different ones gonna pop up in the first place. Right. Yes. The more people search it, right. the more it pops up. Yes. Right. So a lot of times when you spell something incorrectly, yep. somebody got that domain yep. just for the fact that get that get that, get that get that residual right. or repeat uh, repeat visit yep. to that particular domain, yep. and then people start using that, and that becomes even popular. So yep. Exactly. No, that, because that literally just happened to me because I'm starting I'm starting a new business with a candle line okay. called Wix and Vibes, mm-hmm. and I told them this as well when I was doing that. I went for at least for the domain. Like I own Wix and Vibe mm-hmm. without the S, right? And Wix with and Vibes the, yeah. with the S, yeah. Because little something, little little little. little that's stuff. why just like that's you, why you buy. People don't realize this. That's why you buy close like names with it. Of Even course. if you're not going to use the domain, just of to course. protect your brand. Just to protect yep. your brand. Protect your brand because what you I want to be redirected somewhere. What I've so learned in this cigar game is that it's very competitive. Especially in the minority community. Yes. Um, it's grown dramatically. Houston, Atlanta, Chicago, New York, uh, some places in Florida like Miami, Tampa. <laughs> I imagine Miami's pretty. Yeah. So pretty you got to think about the competitiveness when it comes to building a brand and actually being the, the top dog. Mm-hmm. People don't realize in the black community, we're not even 1% of that market. This is a billion dollar company I mean a billion dollar business mm-hmm. there's so much room for us to grow there's no such thing as it's just like y'all have your podcast mm-hmm. y'all not competing against my show what nope. we need to look at is actually working together to build both right shows yes build both line of business yep to bleed audiences that's, what I, that's something that the white folks that I know that tend to illustrate that to me both of my mentors are white well one he died but uh, but they were both what they told me about business align yourself with like-minded people mm-hmm. align yourself with people that are actually going to help you versus actually tear you down mm-hmm. because support comes great when you tend to when you tend to uh, have a great business mm-hmm. it's just like Rick Ross Rick Ross everybody knows Rick Ross was yeah. a security guard yeah uh, he does. I mean, probation officer, whichever one it was. But at the same time, once he built his brand, mm-hmm. everybody started following. Him. Right now, think about who didn't follow him in where he's from, in Miami, in Dade County. Mm-hmm. People was like, okay, that's Rick Ross. We see him every day. He ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. Now the same people that have never helped or never assisted him in his growth are trying to get on the team. Mm-hmm. So. I think when we look at our generation of black folks or African Americans, we need to do a better job of supporting people when they need support versus when they have actually made it. Yeah. That's but a good I, point. I think an interesting thing is is that and and the reason <clears throat> excuse me that it was about getting um, being able to present certain knowledge but from familiar faces in a in a in a familiar delivery because 
business is dope. Like, do, you know what I mean? Like, business is a dope thing to talk about. I yeah. mean, I love talking about who, yeah. like, a sport is fine, but I like talking business. Well, and when you think about what you're doing, you're talking about a huge market, huge that, market. That, that is only being uh, uh, infiltrated by a small group of people, especially that look like us, and the room yes. for people to jump in it. Yeah. it the opportunity is huge. You just got to open your mind there, to step outside you know, of what you know. When I first got, there are about five or six different black cigar brands in the city. Okay. You have Masculinos. Masculinos, mm -hmm. uh, Empress Cuts. Empress okay. Cuts and I have an excellent relationship. I have a, a, great, a good relationship with JP owns Masculinos, and then you have Space Cigars. Okay. Then you have uh, ANC that just recently came out. A guy, a gentleman named Bobby owns that. Okay. Then you uh, you have uh, Blowing Smoke. Okay. Which, uh, another guy named Bobby owns that, and his partner owns that. So the thing about it is, is that we have to stop looking at each other as competition. Right. We have to look, at, to look say at each other as alliance. Of course. And actually realize these brands can all do well together if we actually help each other build each other. Bro, up. that's such a good point. Like, I don't want nobody to miss that. But like, you have your own brand that you're trying to build and, mm -hmm. and get into more stores and mm -hmm. get across the country. But you were easily know these other brands that are in Houston that yep. are black owned. You can spit off the name of the owner right quick. But it's not like you're competing with them. Like it's like I, let's, and that's that's my that, that like that's, my biggest point. And I made this clear yeah. to everybody. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as competing with another brand. No. What you're doing, you're competing for people's business, mm -hmm. making sure that you put a quality product out there. Just like the rival, Ken Hamlin. You play ex NFL <clears throat> player uh, today. We'll be working side by side mm -hmm. today uh, at uh, the the. the uh, the day party mm -hmm. with Manny Fresh at Chapman Kirby today. I don't see myself competing with Ken, and Ken doesn't see himself competing with me. Mm -hmm. What it is is that we should open ourselves up to work together to build a community of black uh, black cigar brands that don't look to just sell to black. Right. That's something I do not like to use because I'm not selling we to talk, black. But we're I'm about not to get selling excited. to black people. We're about to get I'm selling excited. to everybody. Because last excited. I checked, my <laughs> I don't want to get excited. Oh, look, look, my dad told me that. Look, money is green. Listen, I don't. Money is green. Listen, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't want to cut you off. Yeah. I had to get to sit up. In I know you. Yeah, I know you. Because we talk about this all the time. Number one priority is to create a dope product a dope that can be consumed a dope by business. anybody with a fucking heartbeat. That's Period. Right. Like, and I love that because right now people are like trying to double down on black. And I get, I get what you're saying because you're trying to promote stuff and help black people be aware. That's fine. But when you are creating something, you're trying to create a dope product for people to consume. Period. Being stuck in a mindset of, this is for, now, if you're selling to a market because that's a niche market that you say, that's oh, I know, that's different. Yeah. But it's a lot of people out here with universal products like this mm -hmm. who cut their foot off because they're like, oh, I only want this group of people to buy it. Yeah. I just feel like that's foolish. And it's just dope to hear other people. Because when I oh. said it, it's like, but why would you? It's like, you're not understanding. Yeah, if I'm yeah, selling yeah. this, I want to sell this to whoever the Everybody. fuck wants to fucking yeah, exactly. drink. And guess That's what? It. Exactly. I actually want my competitors to buy it. That's what I'm saying. I want my competitors to buy it. I'm drink to that. Stillwood. Stillwood is not the only beer, beer product that we can actually utilize. Right. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time. It's all about presentation. It's all about his personality mm -hmm. trait mm -hmm. and what he presents. And his mm -hmm. story. And, and he's okay with if there's a competitor, uh, competitor or uh, look to be a competitor, 
that actually sells the same product. Right. What he's going to do, he's going to separate himself mm-hmm. based on pros and cons. That's it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dude, dude, we talk about this stuff in corporate America. I'm not trying to finesse time. you to buy it because, oh, I'm like you. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, I want yeah. you to buy the product because it's, Cause it's a dope, dope product, product exactly. and you can utilize it exactly. for your self-interest. That's all we said. And I said that too in one of my one of my I things that it, I posted. Man. Like, It's yeah, a dope product. It's a dope company that happens to be black. Just that's like, it. That's, that's, that's it. Period. I, I, period. You know, I never, and it's a sad thing about it, and I hate to say this. But no, say it because people. White folks never say this is most white business. Don't this is say, a white company. This is a white company. That'd be crazy. Because if they did, they'll be considered racist. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't understand why when we look at a product and we say, well, this is a just a black business. It's no, foolish. I'm selling to everyone. This is my and, nigga right here. And, and the thing about it is, I'm looking to sell. I'm looking to sell boxes. Yes. I'm not looking to yes. sell one cigar. Yes. I'm trying to move yes. product. I'm trying to move the product to anybody that wants to buy. It. Now, once you buy that product, I don't give a damn if you step on it. That's your choice. Play king ball with it. I don't care. But when you want, I want you to buy it because for one, it's a good product, and I want you to be back as a repeat customer. That's the biggest part. This repeat is an excellent customer. product. Say, we, God damn, it's an excellent say, product. And no. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna it's smooth because that'll be full. But true. hey, it's definitely a full body cigar, in my opinion. For what and, I for and, what and, I'm and used and to smoking. You know what? Guess what? It's all cigars. It's yeah. such a creative environment because it's all based on your palate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People and that's what I'm finna say. People don't understand that. People don't understand that. And we need to do a better job if we're gonna do it. Educate ourselves to the fullest. Yep. Yeah. Educate absolutely. ourselves to know what we're smoking. Yep. Make sure that you know there in the cigar. There's always a wrapper, mm-hmm. a binder, mm-hmm. and a filler, and know the difference. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, people don't know the difference when they say. Well, that's why a lot of people say it's smooth because they don't really understand cigars. A lot of people get into the fad of smoking cigars. Black people have actually exploded when it comes to smoking cigars. Now they've been getting people in their early twenties mm-hmm. smoking cigars and being comfortable with it because they see people that actually has a positive standard of life mm-hmm. influence in front of them that says hey if they're doing it I want to do it too right because yeah. honestly yeah, yeah, yeah. this because honestly this says something like a cigar says something without saying something Bro, it does it's like just even, it, it's a it's a look and I and I talk about this and I really don't give a fuck what people think like when it comes down to like just say police stuff right yeah, yeah. I always talk to people and they say well my experience has been like this with officers and I'm like that's cool and I and when I'm talking to him, I'm like, man, I travel all over the place. I'm not saying I couldn't have yeah. a bad experience you with could. an officer, because you could. Yeah. But what I am saying is that presentation, the it's way everything. something is being presented. When you look at somebody, just say, and this is, and we're talking about a cigar because the cigar is in my hand today. Yes. 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 It's a look. It's a presentation. It's <clears throat> when you see somebody and I look at you, it's like I don't have to know anything about you. To look at your posture, look how you holding a cigar to be like, that may be a guy that I want to listen to. I don't know anything about him yet, but this may be a guy that I want to listen to. And before I forget, I want to go back to this because I think it was dope as hell about the competition thing. Because everybody sees competition, competition. And it goes back to what, uh, I don't remember, y'all saw Any Given Sunday, way back in the gap. 
Now, remember the little thing that Jamie said, the little speech where he said black kids are raised to be stars. Mm -hmm. And when you raise to be a star and you have a star complex, everything is seen as competition. Whereas you'll look at, just say, for instance, when you went to the hood school, you had three stars on that team. You played a suburb team. What's the question? What's the real part of that? What makes a star? A star at some point point in time has to be a role player. No, no, no. But but what he was saying was that people... You, you see teams and, and the one player start to get upset and com- feel like he's competing with the other he's teammates not. instead of working with them. Working with you him. see he's what not. I'm saying? Because they the complex. But when you said the, the deal about competition and, and, and why that's so cool is because when you look at restaurants, you'll see McDonald's, Burger King, you see yes. them all right Pepsi by each Coke. other. They, they, they want to be, be like, like that. Exactly. Pepsi want Coke. To be. Exactly. Pepsi Coke. Is a prime example. Yep. What makes challenge. Coke? What makes Coke better? Yep. Pepsi's always on their heel. Yep. Yeah. Pepsi yep. to the point is actually getting to that point where they're in certain markets. Yep. They're out selling Coke right. easily. Yeah. Right. They got a big chunk of the market. It makes share. them. It makes your product better when there's a line of competition. It, exactly. The bat, Joker is nothing without Batman That's and vice right. versa. Like yeah, it's a yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Like. Whenever I'm going through, just say a podunk town or whatever like that, they may not have shit in the town, but they got the McDonald's. All that shit is the right. They got the very traditional values of right you're by each other. You're gonna see a McDonald's. You're gonna see a Subway. You're yep. gonna see. Yep. And they are. Yep. And, and that's how right. travel problems happen. Traveling from here, from uh, Houston to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Every time you travel there, it don't matter what hit town you go to. Forty-five. You're gonna see certain things. You're gonna have a McDonald's mm-hmm. or a Burger King mm-hmm. or a Wendy's mm-hmm. or etc. Yep. 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 Now, what you will see differently in some cities, you'll have a Bucky's. Right. Yes. Right. And Bucky's actually knows. People always ask, "Why we don't have Bucky's in the city?" Right. Because Bucky's know their they philosophy know exactly. and formula. Yeah, exactly. Their formula is to go where there's lack of competition mm-hmm. because it's better for their model. Right. Yes. Because. If there's a Bucky's in town, then Bucky's would be just like any other convenience course, store gas they're station. Not, exactly. They're not but, selling that. But when they're in these small towns on the outskirts, mm-hmm. or like say in Baytown, yep. or say going towards Cape, because they're meant for the they're there because they want to get that full effects mm-hmm. of a gas station, yeah. a grocery store, mm-hmm. a shopping center, mm-hmm. all in one. Your whole yep. family jump out. Same they're trying to because they're like, trying to catch the travelers. And they promote that click. And one, because I was listening to something with the founder, I forget his name, but they, I think his nickname is Bucky. That's why they call it Bucky's. Uh, but he's from, I know he's from, he's from Texas. He's from Lake Jackson. He's from Lake, Lake, yeah. Jackson. He's from Lake Jackson. Yeah. yeah. The thing about him is that when he first came up with that concept, I love the concept, just yeah. the fact that he thought about smaller surrounding it was genius, areas yes. or small it was genius. cities. Yes. And what, I'm gonna tell you another step he's t- he's taken. When you see the billboard, yep. He buy the billboards that actually leads to buckets. Yep. So he can he's not paying no advertising dollars. Nope. nope All nope. of it is in his marketing budget yes. for that particular unit. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it was smart with him because he understood. That because the way he's positioned is always right on the outside. Yeah. So it's like when you travel in the yeah. interstate. And he understood that from a woman's perspective, having a clean restroom was huge. And, that's, and that was the biggest thing that Anybody's promoted. never been to Bucky's, when you're traveling to San Antonio or Dallas, yeah. like it's so important that, like you said, the mm-hmm. first time I went to Bucky's, my wife and I, we were doing a little staycation. We wanted to go to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Went to San Antonio. We stopped at Bucky's. First time she's been at Bucky's, and she's from Texas. Yeah. 
she was like, oh my God, the bathrooms the ba- are amazing. The- They're clean. Like, they tapped into a market because you know when you go to some of these gas stations they when you're traveling, it. yep. it's the love gas station yep. and the, yep. the bathroom is like yep. super like, yep. you know, nasty right. and whatever. And that's not the environment that a lady or a woman feel most comfortable in. And that's what made They want to go to a clean restaurant, yeah. a clean rest stop, yeah. and they tapped into that market and yeah. elevated that experience to where genius. you have to stop. It was genius. You may not have to use the bathroom at this point, but you're gonna go, bro. It was genius, and you're gonna have a great experience. It was genius. And that's why. That's why he makes so much money. It was, that's why his yeah. company makes so much money because it was genius, he understands his market. Yeah, and that's a lot of times, even with cigars, you have to understand your market. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've actually talked to a few guys, and a few guys in the market said. I'm not in the business of selling boxes. I'm in the business of selling three to four sticks. Then why are you in the business? Mm. Because your main objective is to maximize your dollar. Right. And if Move you're not maximizing product. your dollar, then you're pretty much wasting your time. Yeah. Yeah. That's and another a, thing you want to say real it. quick. I want to, I want to touch on it when you said about just the vibe and like when you are in this environment, yes. it elevates. Like even today, like I, t- I think I called you when we were on the way here. Mm-hmm. Like I'm usually wearing the Apple Watch. Right. Just because right. it's easy, it's convenient. You threw on I have, something else. I, I threw on a bright yeah. lid today. I'm like, you yeah. know, you just feel yeah. a certain way when you're in an environment. Yeah. Rather, it's a nice dinner and you're drinking wine, and or you in a cigar with yep. a nice, you well, know, drink. Recognizing your surroundings. Yeah, recognizing your surroundings. A hundred percent. It's a new surrounding for you. So what people tend to do is actually change or adjust. Right. A Absolutely. lot of people have a problem adjusting or changing to their environment. A lot of people have a And that's with the that. biggest part of it when it comes to smoking cigars is that you're going to smoke with folks that's not going to talk about who's the best athlete. Because nobody that's gives not, a fuck about that's that. That's not who's the best comedian or whatever else. They're going to talk about business. You're going to yeah, learn. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times when I was younger, I would just sit down and just listen to these guys talk. Uh, these guys talk and learn as much as I can because they're older. They experience a lot of different things that we just didn't experience. Yeah. Man, man, it's it's crazy. Cause, and I I like what we're doing here on this podcast and having guests like you on because I feel like we're educating our viewership, educating everyone that's watching on something that they may have been a little bit shy of. Same way, like let's say you're going to a nice dinner, mm-hmm. elevated, nice restaurant, yeah, five stars, maybe even a Michelin restaurant. It's so easy for someone that is not in that circle in that community or been to a to a space like that to where they're reading the menu they don't understand half the words mm-hmm. so they're like i'm just gonna order something simply because she can I tell this that's what they I get, know. give me the they chicken give me the salad the word the the phrase they feel inferior yep absolutely they feel inferior absolutely. i've actually i was never forget was in chicago i was at lars avenue uh-huh. and on the menu they didn't really have prices they didn't understand they thought the prices were outside of that item. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So it said, it just would say 22. So people, so when the waiter or waitress came, somebody, I heard somebody say, well, I want 22. No, that right. was basically telling you that's the price. Right, it's $22. It's $22. It just didn't have the formal it didn't have the dollar formal sign and all traditional. that. Yes. Yeah. And see, same thing with cigars is that people need to realize, and I tell every, all of you out there that's going to watch this, just because a cigar is expensive doesn't mean that it's great. Mm-hmm. Just because it's cheaper yep. doesn't yep. mean that it's exactly. all about your palate and what you're comfortable with. Until you get to that point of a palate of understanding what is a top dollar or mm-hmm. a top quality cigar, you're going to go through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all have. Yeah. Even though my first cigar was an Opus X, 
my next cigar didn't cost. Uh, I didn't realize how Opus X cost thirty bucks. Yeah. Right. My next cigar was about six, seven bucks. Yeah. So when I came up with six stars, this is something I want to do. I want to be above that seven dollar mark. Yeah. Market, but I want to also provide a cigar that was actually more valuable than what the price I put on. Yeah. So from a six stone cigar, you'll pay anywhere from ten to fifteen bucks. Okay. For a cigar. So in most cases, I want to make sure that people understand it's a difference between a 10-year leaf, a five-year leaf, or a three-year leaf cigar. Okay. Major difference because it all is all about the lack of harshness when it comes to tobacco and also the smell. And what age leaf are your cigars? That's what I was just about to ask. Ten years. All my cigars are. I actually paid a little bit more money for tobacco that was 10-year leaf. So why is okay? Let me ask you this. So when you set them down here, you had the one that you had, mm-hmm. and then we had the ones that we had. Those were t- even the one with the darker leaf was a ten year leaf also. Yes. Okay. So what made? Why was that one darker? Yeah, what we'll type of leaf? Color. What, what that type is a of darker leaf? leaf. That's a darker leaf. It's a different type of leaf. So these gotcha. were different leaves. Different leaf. Wrap. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. That's what gotcha. I wanted to know. Different type of leaf. Totally different type of leaf. Okay. Let me ask you this too, and this may just be a straight correlation. If it is a darker leaf, does that automatically mean it's a bolder? No. Could mm-hmm. be. Okay. No. Because that's what some I wanted to know too. Some people when they see this is like when I'm out there selling and I'm selling to somebody that never had a cigar. I was asking. What do you, which one you prefer? Yeah. Before I even ask, tell them which, which one is medium, which one is full body. Yeah. Right. So they would say, well, that one looks like a full body because it's dark. Right. And that's and, what and, you would and, think just off the and naked no, eye. It's just, the thing about it, when I when I put sticks and stones together, I wanted to come out with some cigars that I didn't see a lot of different cigars of. You don't see a lot of Barber Pope, which is a Connecticut strip. Yeah, that's what I was just about to ask which you about that. It has a strip of Connecticut on top of her battle wrap. The thing about it is, is that so when I market my product, I look for lounges that actually don't have what I offer, nice. because so that makes it part. easier for my cigar to sell. Because if they all look the same, then people are gonna go for what they see. They're gonna see all these different brands that's been out there for years. Right. Yeah. Get skip. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Like this is what we're talking about. You're in a market where you understand that you're not going to be able to win if you're trying to play the exact same game that more notable brands are playing. Because if I know the name of it, then I'm going to go with that one, even if you have a better cigar, because I just well, don't know just, they got, the so name. They got, a lot of times, a lot of your traditional brands yeah. doesn't change from start to finish. That's, yeah. that's their model. Yeah. A boutique brand is actually meant to change. Right. You want to differentiate, or differentiate yourself. Right. Get it differentiate yourself from the traditional cigars because if you're the same as them, then you're leaving yourself a small market to actually sell yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to get caught up in that. I, that that's, I just wanted to stop you because I, we always talk about that. Like, if you're, go, if you're entering, you, your entry level strategy mm-hmm. has to be something that would make them say, hey, that's cool. Even if you didn't know anything no, about a cigar, sure. yeah. just stopping and saying, oh, that's oh, cool. That's different. That's, that's cool. enough. That's, that's a conversation starter. It, exactly. Oh, what is that? This is the, part of the, marketing, the marketing strategy. I think it's fucking genius. Because I would ask somebody. The fact that I want to put something out there in certain markets. Yeah. Like, for example, we walk into Stogie's mm-hmm. uh, humidor, uh, humidor. The first thing you're going to see, there's a ton of cigars. Right. Yeah. So if you're looking for a particular one, how you're gonna find it if they all look the same? <laughs> right, you're not. It don't matter if they have a different brand, yeah. it would take you a lot longer, but yeah. if, if you say, you ask one of the consultants up front and say, when I look for this cigar, 
that actually has a barber pole or right. has a strip on it right. Yeah. wrapped around it. Yeah. They're going to be able to recognize that a lot faster right than then. Quick. if they all quick. look the same. That's yep. why different cigars have different designs, different brands have different ways of marketing their product. A lot of traditional brands don't have to do much marketing because people know the brand. Yeah. My brand has only been out for a little while, so I have to be a lot stronger in my presence of marketing that brand to actually get it up to speed yeah. to some of my counterparts that actually have been in this business for anywhere from 30 to 100 years. Wow. See, your, your brand started in what, 2016? Yeah. I've actually, that's yes. when I... See, that's dope. I originally started working on it in late 2016. I used okay. to have a partner, and I, I originally gave him that that gift to go ahead and start it. And I saw it was going nowhere, so I was like, let me take it over, and I'm mm -hmm. going to do that. Yeah. And then eventually... He went on to do things that he wanted to do, mm -hmm. and it was a little different from yeah. the philosophy that I had for Six of Stones. Mm -hmm. So, but from that standpoint, I knew I had an agenda when I started Six of Stones. I didn't just want it to be Sticks and Stones. Right. I wanted the brand, because brand to me is more important to build than anything else. Anything it, else. It doesn't matter how good your cigar is. That's your reputation. Absolutely. You put your name I behind mean, it. Man, I know some brands out there that actually are horrible. Yeah. But the brand but the is brand so strong. Is, it's just prime example. Starbucks. Yeah. yeah. Starbucks is actually is a brand. <laughs> yes. It's not, is it the best coffee? No, no. It's not the best coffee. But Who the cares? marketing setup for Starbucks make you want yeah. to be a repeat visitor. You uh, hit you hear the noises. You hear everything. Everything plays a factor in building that in building that brand. Real quick, this. I know we've been talking for about almost close to going on an hour right now, mm -hmm. but please let everyone know where they can pick up your cigar, Please. where can they buy it, where can they Please. purchase it? In Houston, you can get it at McCoy's, you can get it at C Dot on Main, you can get it at Top 10, you can get it at All in One now, it's a new lounge, just open up on the north side. Uh, you can get it, of course you can always get it at Sticks of Stones, uh, www.sticksofstonescigars.com. And you can get it in Atlanta, it's a rather different places. But the biggest part is that, look, Going to the website gives people an illustration of what we have set up. Mm -hmm. If we have a good setup, they will have a good understanding of where to get that brand. And the first thing about the website is it's meant for them to contact me. Absolutely. Okay. That we means it helps them. And also, they can catch us on Instagram at Sticks yes. of Stones Cigar, uh, Six of Stones underscore Cigars. Thank you so much. Thank you. We see and, it's a nice setup. We yeah, got, you yeah. know, they're coming around cleaning up after us <laughs> all. We appreciate you. Hey, and, 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 and like, I'm sorry, I, like I said, I don't want to cut you off. It's just you yeah, dry, you dropping on. so many fucking so jewels, many. and I want people to pick it up because sometimes when you're watching stuff, it's just like sometimes stuff is moving so fast it's going over your head. Notice he didn't just say I got a website, I got this. He's like, this is meant to do this. Yes, like this is meant to contact. This is meant to do this. Like when you're building a new brand, I think it's very important for people to understand yeah, to understand the pathway right. where you're trying to lead them. Right, because mm -hmm. the brand is is the most important thing. Like. Like you said with Starbucks, they made a conscious effort to build storefront properties that when the guy came from, I think he when he was in Italy when he went in the, the coffee shop or whatever like that, yeah. and he understood that the smells were important, the yeah. sounds were important, all that stuff. So I just think, like I said, man, building the brand is super dope. What you're doing is super dope. Setting yourself apart is super dope. And man, shout Look, and what I wanted, you know, getting off of Sticks and Stones, what I really want to talk about is uh, Houston Cigar. Oh yeah, please. I am, you know, like I said, Houston Cigar Week uh, was, we actually started working on this about a year and a half ago. Okay. Uh, I brought Kim Latrice in, which is Cigar Maven, 
and Duchess of the Leaf is, is a nonprofit women's group okay. of cigar smokers that actually are all part of Six and Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I brought in Tim uh, Tim Bresco to actually he does cigars and whiskey. Okay. So what I did when we built a partnership with, between us, um, I wanted to get people who were like-minded that do their own business that are very successful at doing their own business. So when we utilize all our partnerships together, we mm-hmm. can actually put a great event on. Mm-hmm. And what we have coming up in May is a golf tournament at Wildcat. Okay. We have all your major liquor brands that are part of it as sponsors. Every event is going to have a liquor sponsor. It's liquor sponsored. Every event that we have. Right. Nice. 50 15 from Jabin Kirby to from Sporting Club, mm-hmm. Vibe Central. Mm-hmm. Do you have, do you have, because I know the owners of Highway Vodka. Highway a, Vodka, I, I've been meaning to reach out to them. I can connect you with them. Yeah, I please know. do. Absolutely. I want to get, I actually want to get them involved. We got 1186 Waters owned by a gentleman named Mr. Marquis mm-hmm. out of Alabama. Okay. They're the official water, uh, official water sponsor of Houston Cigar Week. Okay. okay. May 12th through the 16th. Um, but those that don't understand what we're putting together for y'all guys, we're putting a, we put a, a, a real robust lineup together for people to enjoy from Wednesday to Sunday. Oh, wow. And we oh, have some things. Nice couple days. We got some things coming up in 22. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to talk cool. about it on the, on the podcast today, but a later time we'll announce it probably after July. Okay. Um, so I, for anybody that's out there, go to HoustonCigarWeek.com, www.HoustonCigarWeek.com, or you can always go to HoustonCigar underscore at, at uh, Week on Instagram, or you can try Houston Cigar Week uh, on Facebook. We're in a rather different platforms. We have over 15 different uh, media, social media pages. Mm-hmm. So we reach out and then we have a radio show we talk about it on Six and Stones. And one thing that people don't understand about me, these are totally two different companies. Six and Stones is nowhere linked to Houston Cigar Week. Uh, if most people that know that I advertise Houston Cigar Week, I have not advertised Six and Stones with it. The re- re- reason being is that neither one have nothing to do with the other. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have multiple companies, please separate them mm-hmm. and use them both at the same time. Even if they're in the same marketplace, mm-hmm. use them at the right time. Right. For that standpoint. Absolutely. It, and that, that's that's cool because with the different things that I have, like whether it's a, a product that I've invented and gotten a patent for, whatever, it's all about being able to play with those chess pieces. Yeah. Sometimes they work in conjunction with each other. Sometimes, Sometimes they don't. you use them completely and independent you can actually one go on one trying to combine it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk, we, yeah, one, talk if, about that. Yeah. If one goes through a negative period right. and you link them, then both of them... It bleeds off into the other. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, when I look at a lot of folks and a lot of people, education for people that's doing business, and this is not my words, it's people that actually taught me, is that if you have multiple businesses, mm-hmm. know when to use them together and know when to separate them. Yep. Mm-hmm. But never always promote one to promote the other. It's a mistake. Because it's a total mistake. Yep. But with Houston Cigar Week being cigars, every now and then on Sticks and Stones Cigars, I will promote Houston Cigar Week right. because Sticks and Stones is going to be part of it. Mm-hmm. We are going to invest in it from a Sticks and Stones standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just haven't announced that. We're going to utilize it for the golf tournament. We're going to utilize it for the event at Chapman and Kirby because we already have them in alignment. The alignment is already in place right. with Chapman and Kirby. Yeah. So, 
when I look at the golf tournament, I want to get that that brand awareness out for <clears throat> six of songs. So when you got to think about, it, we're gonna have anywhere from eighty to one hundred twenty players playing golf. Most people that play golf are business-minded people. Yeah. So that means when you see that and the sponsorships that we have in place, you're gonna recognize these things. You're gonna get a chance mm -hmm. to talk to these people. When in my case, they'll see six of songs out there on the whole. But they'll see me the whole time, yeah. so they can always ask me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. the point. Utilizing your putting your brand in place to actually to be a focal point or a, a sub focal point of a bigger stage right. or a yeah. different type of stage. Right. Big dog. That list so many gems and jewels for this. Well, one. you know, I have I've looked, God. and I can't take. We gotta come back. We gotta we do more. We got to. We got to. As we get closer to use the cigar, we got to. I want to actually illustrate to people. Get your tickets. I would tell you get your tickets down. The early bird tickets are there. I'm getting They're mine. actually getting Absolutely. slimmer. I'm getting mine. And just what we're offering, it would be amazing. People would be amazed by what we're offering for $125. Mm. For all those days? For all those days. It gives you access. It gives you access they get, to Hold up. They, they get, also, they get, they get a grab bag that actually has cigars in it, others, other, uh, uh, gimmies and stuff like that and in get it. your tickets now I'm just saying it's worth doing this event and like I said this <clears throat> event leads to other events and mm -hmm. this is going to be an annual event that we do so we have great sponsorship we got Davidoff yeah. we got Kendrick Hospital we have the Jim Beam product brand, I mean a liquor brand we mm -hmm. got we out we also have the Picardi brand we have so many different areas of areas of Sponsorship. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're working on bringing in Maserati. We're working on bringing BMW in. Man, you talking so big talk. Don't let none of this go over your head. You you looking at a local brand that you started a few years ago. You've been yeah. a connoisseur of twenty sixteen for a long time, but you're not thinking local. You thinking I'm, oh, I'm thinking the go, biggest I'm, I'm, brand out there. there. Hey, well, you, if you're not you, thinking that way, then why are you in the business? My guys, yes. why are you in the business if you're guy. not if you're not thinking Come beyond on. that local standpoint? Come I, on. Anytime I start any brand. I never want to think local because it just does for one, it doesn't fit a local no. agenda. No. Because you're looking at <laughs> to make this brand grow, you only got a certain area of concentration here. Yeah. The cigars yeah. is only a, a small percentage. Right. So to expand your your knowledge on what you're trying to do, you have to expand it out to people outside of that area. Everywhere. So because I want people we got people coming from New York, we got mm -hmm. people from California coming. Georgia, Florida, Ooh, all there. over. We coming there. and what we want them to do, the biggest part I want people to do is that when they come to Houston, they know what Houston has to offer. Yes. Like places like Stogies. Yes. Like places like Casa, Davidoff. Uh I mean a lot of minorities know about Sweet Lips. Sweet Lips is a nice is a nice boutique cigar lounge. Uh shout out to Moses. Uh I Stogies is a nice lounge out there in Sugarland. Uh back back room. Uh, top 10. Top 10 is very, the way top 10 run their business is that they don't look at color. Mm -hmm. The thing about it, some black minority owned cigar lounges look at, at color mm -hmm. and they don't realize they're uh, not allowing themselves to actually maximize their yes. opportunity to sell more cigars. Yes, I'm a, I'm yes, a, I, don't, yes. I don't, I don't, I don't, real quick before we get out of here. <laughs> it's too many jewels. It's jewels. I don't, this is just me personally. I hate the word minority. Mm -hmm. I hate I it. I do too. I fucking hate it. And the, and the reason is because like, I'm a, I grew up on words after all that type of stuff because my mom was a motivational speaker. Okay. So when I grew up, it was all about the words. And so 
I feel like when a, when you get people that that start thinking like, oh, we're minorities. The root word of minority is minor, small. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I feel like that keeps people's thinking small. And that, if they already feel, feel like, like they that, only get, it's like it's so crazy because if we really thought about staying in that rim, right? Mm-hmm. Most minorities would be filthy rich. That's what I'm saying. But because when they go by Gucci, yeah, when they go by Louis Vuitton, yeah, when they go by Chanel, yeah, when they go by Air Jordans, as yeah. much as yeah. Michael Jordan owned it, yeah, Michael Jordan is still working for Nike. Right, it's a subsidiary of now, Nike. Now, when you still. talk about the Charlotte Bobcats, right, he owns that. That's yeah. his. Hey, I'm. Di- you, no, I just I, I guarantee you didn't know this though. We need a part did two. You, hold on, we need a part did, two. Did you see? Did you see it the other night? I was watching the game. And I stopped and I and I taped and I filmed it with my phone. Uh-huh. It was genius. The Bucks okay. had Jordan or Jumpman sponsored jerseys. Ooh. And I said, let's stop the press right quick. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about a man that's a majority owner of a of an NBA franchise, yeah. but also but has his subsidiary brand. Well, on that's a whole what another team. Most people don't know that Kobe was about to before he died. About to what? With Mamba? Mamba was actually about to be his own brand. He was, he was leaving Nike completely. Ooh. That would have been G- actually. I read that the other day. He was, was he going to be able to take Mamba with him? That was his, that's his brand. See, that's it what's is. so he owned his brand. So actually, outside of Jumpman, how when they created the Jumpman campaign and it stays with Jordan. Him. And that's the thing about Jordan. Jordan actually owns Jumpman. And what I like about what he's doing, he got to the point where yeah, he made a ton of money. Yeah. Nike. And yeah. yes, Nike does still yeah. does manufacture his shoe. Right. But that is his brand. Right. Yes. So if he chooses to take it to Reebok, right. which is possibly being bought by Master P yeah. and Byron Davis. We yes. saw that. Yes. That's yes. going to be a big if deal that if they happened, get that done. What would that do for... Complete culture shift. Yeah, because complete. you think Complete. It's, hey, it's, like, it's, like, it's like when Ye Kanye went over to Adidas. Kanye West, the same thing. No, yes. I'm just saying, when yes. he, when he yes. went from when he went from the producing the, the Yeezys with Nike yeah. and went to Adidas. Yeah, yeah. It, well, now he took, he took it from Adidas now. Well, no, no, I'm just yeah. saying what it did for Adidas just with just that. Just like that. Just yes. like that. Yes. And people think Bro, tennis we are, shoes. We are powerful, man. Understand this. Super people powerful. People think tennis Understand shoes think sports. Yeah. We don't utilize that. Tennis shoes can be fashionable. This is culture. Well, we, well, this is culture. And, yes. I, well, look, as being a black man, one thing I've learned, I've loved, I've always wore Jordans. I wore both. One person I would hate that his career got changed was Bo Jackson because Bo Jackson Ooh. at one time was bigger than Jordan. Yeah, he did have a he was Bo bigger. had the juice. The Bo, Bo knows. knows. Bo knows. That logo, that logo, his shoes Listen. was bigger than Jordan's at one time. They did such a great job of being able to put to put the two together. But they learned off cutting their teeth off the Jordan campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they were able to do and the reason why Bo went so was going to go so far is because Bo was not just one thing. He was he wasn't. He wasn't. Bo you was couldn't, multiple you couldn't put him in things. One box. So it was just like, God damn. Bo, and then when they did the commercials, Bo knows they had my man playing yeah, hockey, yeah, playing yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's my point. Genius. Nike, Nike, one thing about Nike that I got to give Nike. Right. Nike knows how to expand. Just like the same thing with Colin uh, Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right now, Colin didn't play football in a long time. No, nope. still. But he's selling his stuff. Yes. He's selling right. Nike. Right. Nike understands. Get into the moment and take advantage of yep. that opportunity. And to your point, I, I've heard and I, I read where he was doing a podcast with LeBron James. He is kicking off his own line yep. in conjunction with Nike, yep. the similar to what Jordan did with yep. his brand and Jumpman. 
then LeBron's going to start having his own shoe yeah. and his own. It only makes sense own, to follow uh, that NBA players are going to be where yeah. the LeBron. And version. I guarantee LeBron at some point in time would be one of the next on the black owners of the That would only make sense. He's following to. the blueprint. But below, I think but Jordan's going to have a nice blueprint. He's actually going to surpass Jordan. Either. Of course. Yeah. Because Tiger Woods was on that way. Tiger Woods was. Before Jordan was a we billionaire, powerful, Tiger, so Woods, powerful. Tiger Woods was going to be the first billionaire yeah. that was black. Yeah. Well, he broke a billy. Yeah. He broke he, a billy. But she broke his window. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's, yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. broke his window. Right. You know, <laughs> he broke a billy. She broke his window. <laughs> just, like, yeah. just like this That's podcast. Real talk. I'm going to yeah, tell yeah. y'all before, real we, before we end this podcast. Yes. One thing I like about this podcast is that. We're not talking about bullshit. We're not talking no. about gossip. We're talking about you already know what the business, business-minded yes. features, yes, and opportunities to learn. Period. And if people yes. listen to this, and there'll be some people that be like, well, "I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with Eli." That's fine. But if you don't, mess with me, you don't mess with me, just listen to the message. Yeah. Pretend I'm not here. Yeah. Utilize what you learned today. Mm-hmm. Utilize what these guys have to offer. They have a great show. And at the same time, we're not talking about skanks. We're not talking about hoes. We're not talking about silly shit. Yeah. We're talking about business structure and functionality. Yeah. Stuff that and moves in people and understand that if you want to make money, pay attention. Mm-hmm. Because most podcasts I see, and I look at a lot of podcasts, mm-hmm. they keep ratings or they keep doing their podcasts to build it based on gossip. Right. This is actually based on business right. acronym. Mm-hmm. I couldn't say it better myself. I That's mean, it. and if you're not doing it for that reason, then why the hell are you doing a podcast? Period. Exactly. Exactly. Period. And negative news is, I always tell people, negative news is somewhat somewhat good right? because mean people are talking about you. Yeah. Of course. But at the same time, don't put out so much negative vibes. Put positive vibes and make it stick. Yeah. They had a young lady from U of H the other day. She was 16 years old, graduated. Mm. I don't from see U nobody. I don't see, 16. I don't see nobody talking about that. And she was a, she was a minority. She yeah. was a minority. I like I said, I think she was black. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she's 16 years old. She's incredible. We, well, she. It's crazy. We'll put this on Instagram. Somebody post that. They get about 10 likes. Yeah. yeah. But if we put a girl. Bouncing our ass, yeah. or doing some mini. dumb shit. Yeah. They're gonna, they gonna get thousands of yeah. likes, yeah. Yeah. And, I, and that's the sad thing about us. We don't know how to congratulate each other when we do well. Absolutely. But, but that, to your point, that's why I feel like it was so important to have this. When we came, I wanted to partner up. I knew Melvin. I I knew that I was gonna have to partner with with, with Melvin. I came and did his podcast originally. Yeah, yep. And I wanted, I was like, man, 1% like this thing, cause people were like, Shonda, you gotta do a podcast. And I'm like, so immediately it went to, what's the proper team to put in place? Mm-hmm. And getting him on board was one of the smartest things to do, just because when you having this type of conversation, have to be like-minded people that understand what's the what point are we trying to get across. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about the latest shit on who just got took for a ride in a divorce, and I, I don't give a fuck about that. I give a fuck about infrastructure. I give a fuck about motivating people, and I give a fuck about sharing stories to where you see this man didn't have three hundred thousand dollars of seed capital like fucking uh, uh 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 Jeff Bezos, and we love Amazon, but you understand three hundred thousand dollars of seed capital to get something started. Hey, you can do a lot with that. But if you didn't have that, I love hearing that story. Yes. I you love know, hearing yeah. that and fucking you know story. The, the funny thing about it is I look at everything I've grown mm-hmm. with Sticks and Stones. Mm-hmm. 
it's gotten to the point where I've been on gas for 18 years. Yeah. yeah. You know what people ask me about? What? Cigars. Of course. They say, is this a... So when I tell people I've been on only gas so mm-hmm. long, they be like, I didn't think you did anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the pinpoint. Yeah. If you're going to build a brand, make it about that brand. Right. Uh, people, like I said again, people in the only gas industry, they yeah. know me for only gas. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also are learning that, hey, I'm very knowledgeable about cigars mm-hmm. and at the same time you can make another marketplace for yourself Absolutely. outside of them Absolutely. you got to expand your portfolio yep. and most people in business that are small minded don't understand they are trying to appease a small group yep. that's meant you maxed out your you, you maxed out your you're opportunity you're going to stay small you're going to stay small and so, I, man, and people, I, I applaud just that comment because yep. I talk a lot about having multiple streams and different mm-hmm. things just mm-hmm. because you're doing cigars now doesn't mean you don't care or or you don't draw your attention towards the oil and gas industry. Like I'm in commercial insurance and I do that nine. I just five. recognize I just recognize that look, the cigar industry don't have enough minorities that actually that doesn't work for another brand that's right. white. Yeah, they right. Got, yeah. I mean, Mr. Sean Williams, shout out to you, Cahiba. You know, he's a VP <clears> for <throat> and much love to you for what you do. Mm-hmm. But think about it. Not At some point in time, if you <laughs> want to take off yeah. and want to build your own brand, you can't be afraid. Can't be Because people always ask me, were you fearless. worried about when you first started with people like your brand? Yeah. One thing I learned about this is just like reality shows. Reality shows live off of people doing dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes they live off of people doing great things. Yep. But the thing about it is, is that people That's take that challenge to take that on and to build their brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They know it gives you the spotlight of being in front to of the put camera. put you on, absolutely. <laughs> if you're not, and that's the thing about it. I went to school for communication, so I'm never, I'm never shy when it comes to anybody's camera. Right. Or doing a, motiv- or being a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. I've done, uh, I spoke in front of a whole graduating, uh, graduating class. Mm-hmm. So, if you get shy, this is not for you. But if you're not shy, mm-hmm. and you have that ability to take your own money and take that gamble, because everything doesn't work. I had an apparel line. I ended up selling that apparel line. Mm-hmm. Also, some white guys still get royalty money from it. But at the same time... Big business talk. Big saying, business talk. Big business. The, the big thing big about business. it is, is that and you don't have to wear Gucci Louis Vuitton to say that you live good. Right. Yes. Right. I mean, just be yourself. Just be yourself. Build your brand and stop building other people's Absolutely. brands. If you Absolutely. Building other people's brands that don't invest in you. That's the right. biggest yes. thing. If right. they don't invest in you, like this podcast, yeah. they took their time out to come out here and have a conversation with me today. You know what I'm about to do. Just like O'Shea. I, 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 was, telling, I was telling them last night about O'Shea. It's a series that's coming out. It's okay. a brother that actually produced the whole thing. Okay. It's been picked up by Netflix. That's live. And some other. Dope. So I want to make sure dope. that we try to get him to show. He's been on my radio show when he first started. Say no more, say less. And people that got him on my show is actually people I know that actually were small-time actresses. She was a small-time actress Mm -hmm. on the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now he has the opportunity to make millions of dollars. That's awesome, This You would never think that. He turned down even more money because he didn't want to sell out his people that work with him to get it together because they wanted to chase everything. Right. But they wanted the script of what the show is a great plot. Yep. Yep. And he said no. Because at the same time, it's just like with some of these opportunities, you know, when a big company see that you have something great, yeah. they be like, oh, "I'm gonna try to buy that." Post yeah, that yeah, idea. Yeah. No, no, if I can't get anything from it going yeah. forward, then yeah. why am I selling it to you? There's no need exactly. for it. You have some interest in it because it's of value. Of course. Yes. That means yes. you're gonna be saying shit about if it. If you exactly. throw me two million dollars, yeah, 
it's worth it's worth twenty. Way yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. yeah. because they're not going to yeah. invest that time into something right. that you have. Right, man. We and that's what I'm trying to do with sticks and stones. That's a fact, man. Build this brand, get it to a point where some of these major big brands want to possibly put on their lineup, mm-hmm. and me continue to be with them. Yeah, I don't absolutely. mind that part. Yeah, because when I do that. Then I'm just going to turn my avenues to something else right. that I'm actually in my family. We have a lot of entrepreneurs. Got my you. sister, she's been on my sister and my brother-in-law. They've been on the business commercial janitorial service for 30 some years. I saw where it started mm-hmm. and where they at, and I'm proud. Right, nice. my brother, a bar, he, he had a rim company. He has a barbecue company. So in my case, I have six of stones. I have mm-hmm. an apparel company. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it was. You have to get out your market to mm-hmm. grow it. I hate to say that. No, yeah, yeah. Say that. Say it. <laughs> because say you have that. to get out your market because everybody knows you in your market and they see what you were doing before. Yeah. yeah. And they don't value it. People that don't know you will value you and build it back where the people in your market has to support it. Right. And I told that to a gentleman before and he got upset. He's like, because uh, I said, I say, when it grows, you're gonna remember and you're gonna jump on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ain't no dick rider. Yeah. No, it's not about being dick rider, it's about being supported towards your own. Absolutely. And people that you know personally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't wait till somebody's successful to jump on board. Yeah. Because people like smart people remember. Yeah. yeah absolutely. That type of personality. Man, that's a great segue because I know we're about to close it out. But yeah. I always wanna uh as you know, going forward, I always want to highlight plug a local business. Plug and plug you know, put my glasses here on, on Mel's Shine corner. Right. On Mel's Corner, I want to highlight uh, this company. It is uh, called uh, Commas and Sense. Mm-hmm. So you go to their IG. It's commas dot and, spell out the word, dot sense. I got this shirt, Future Mobile. They put a lot of emphasis on positive information on the material that you wear. So I'm walking around with something that says a future mogul because I'm going to grow a multi-million dollar business as well. It's going to be one of the biggest things. Talk to it is a black owned business, but it's Talk a dope to. business right. that happens to be black owned. So shout out to uh, Commas and Sense. Go to all the show notes at the bottom of this show. You'll be able to see everything from Rich and Sticks and Stones. Please sign up and get your tickets for the Cigar Week because that's going to be super dope when it comes yeah. out in May uh, in a couple of months. But, you know... Go check them out. Check out the IG. Tell them uh, 1% Better Everyday Podcast sent you. Yes, uh, we get nothing for that, but it's just I want to continue to put positive things out there for people that are doing positive things. So go check them out if you like this. They have hoodies. They have all kind of stuff, but please go check them out. But, man, Rich, man, I appreciate no, the man, game I appreciate that you dropped. That's love, man. It's so much game. That's and love. You know, so like much. I said, uh, shout out to us doing this so early. Yeah. Yeah. Focus is quiet today. Yeah. And like I said, uh, much love to... Jorge and Jordan, the owners mm-hmm. of Stogies, mm-hmm. they shout they, out to them. They yeah. really Straight have up. a really nice establishment. I really appreciate being a member here. Yeah, um, never take advantage of that. And if you're in this area, in the Galleria, please visit Stogie Houston, six one hundred, Suite one hundred two, right next to the Palm. Check it out. They have a variety of different cigars. It's one of the best cigar lounges here in Houston. And be prepared during Houston Cigar Week. You will see some of the other ones yes. that we have to offer. And we will have a, a to-do list of things to do while you're here to go visit other cigar lounges in the city also. Dope. People. Dope. Hey, we're going to bring this thing to a close. We got to land the plane. You <laughs> dig? You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. And we appreciate that. Like my man Jay always says, 
This is the 1% Better Everyday Podcast. 1%. Come on, man. It's your boy, Shondo Blades, along with my man, Melly Mel. And tell him your guest, man, that came. Absolutely. He's Rich. the guy. He's the guy. You know what I'm saying? Rich I mean, Love, baby. Smokey yeah. Eli. Yeah. Yeah. Eli. Yeah. 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 After May 12th to the 16th, you'll be calling me Houston Cig all week. Let's go. Until the next event. Let's go. Peace out to y'all. Absolutely. Hey, well, I'll let you, baby. Go on.